welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, from the YaraRose.com website. That's Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E.com. Welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil. I am, as always, so excited to speak with you today. Today, I would like to talk a little bit about expectations and self-doubt. During the last week of school, my daughter came home one day so excited because she had bubbles to play with outside. She had this container of bubbles that they had gotten at the Roar Assembly, and She was all excited and happy and was so thrilled to have received this prize. And then I'd say an hour later, we're sitting outside on my deck talking and she said, you know, mom, I was really disappointed today in one of my friends. And I said, oh, really? Who's that? And she said, it's one of my oldest friends and it starts with a G. Can you guess? And I was like going through my Rolodex of her friends, right? And I was like, I don't know any friends that start with a G. And she said, Mom, it was God. I'm so disappointed in God. You see, I wanted God to let me win the Roar Assembly today. I wanted him to pull my ticket. And instead, he pulled my best friend's ticket. And my best friend got to actually receive this prize. But because she already had a whole bunch of bubbles at home, she decided to give it to me because she didn't need it. And she knew that I really wanted it. So, Mom... I am excited I got the bubbles, but I'm very disappointed in God. He let me down, Mom. He didn't let me win. And I took a deep breath because that is tough. And I told her, I said, you know, hon, that is tough. And I can see why you would see that as he let you down. But I would like to propose for you to set that aside a little bit and look at it from a different view. Look at it as he presented an opportunity for your friend to receive a reward, one that she already had plenty of that she would be happy to pass on to you, which not only enables you to receive the prize that you really wanted to receive, but it also helps her to feel good about herself because she was able to do something really nice for you. And it also helps strengthen your two's relationship because you had the strong friendship that was so full of love and willingness to share with each other that she was able to give you this and you were able to accept it and both feel really good about it. And I said, you know, this is something that a lot of people struggle with because they want things to happen in a certain way. And when that doesn't happen, they get disappointed and upset and they feel like God or source or spirit or universe or whatever isn't listening to them, doesn't care about them, doesn't want to help them achieve their dreams. And that's not the case at all because you still got what you wanted, hun. You still got those bubbles in there. And a little bit ago, you were super excited about that. Did you get them the way that you may have saw yourself getting them? No, but think of how much extra you actually received by getting them this way. Your friendship has grown. You have this awesome connection, this exchange of love between the two of you. It made me think of how many times in my life I felt disappointed or unheard by God or source because I wanted things to go a certain way and they didn't. And I felt like, are they not hearing me? Did they not understand what my request was. Why didn't this happen the way I wanted it to? And then I think of that song by Garth Brooks, God's Greatest Gift, Our Unanswered Prayers. And I'm reminded that 
sometimes what we think we want, what we think is everything that we want right here, right now, isn't actually the best path for us in that moment. And sometimes it's simply that what we thought we wanted there didn't have the staying power that we were looking for, or maybe spirit sauce pitfalls that were going to challenge us in different ways than what we really were looking for. And I'm just reminded that we don't see the entire picture. We're down here seeing with our human eyes, creating this path that we think is the path of least resistance. And there's this whole community of non-physical out there that can see farther and that know more and have more details than we do. And I trust them and I believe in them. And I know that they heard me and I know that they have saw me and I know that they know what I'm looking for because, well, they've told me. (laughs) But if they hadn't told me, you know, you can feel it. You can feel it in your heart. You can feel that they are around and that they hear you. And once you've done the work to build that trust and faith with them, you have faith and you have trust that when this didn't work out the way you wanted it to, that doesn't mean that they didn't hear you. It just means that there is a better way. And to have patience, enjoy the journey. One of the reasons that I wanted to share my daughter's story with you is because I wanted to demonstrate how early on that we experience these type of scenarios and how we develop from a young age our patterns that we're living out and that carry us through even as adults. I know in the last episode I shared with you that I was in the middle of being triggered by something and I felt like it was part of my spring cleaning that is in alignment with the actual seasons of the year. Every year I realize more and more that it seems like the energies coincide with those of the seasons of the year. And it seems like every spring there are certain patterns and belief systems that are cleaned out. And this last spring I was triggered by something at work. My coworker had worked for this company that I work at for 20 some years. I don't remember what the exact number was, but she'd been there forever. And she had said things about, hey, you should really be paying attention to me doing this or that throughout the years that I've been there because I'm not always going to be here. You know, at some point I am going to retire. And for me, I kept thinking like, no, that's not going to happen. That's never going to happen. I'm going to leave here long before you're going to leave here. And I truly, truly believed that. So when my boss called me and said, hey, so-and-so has turned her time in and she will be done in June, I literally went into a tailspin. Because for those of you that haven't listened to my first episode, part of the reason that I went into such a deep depression and anxiety, part of that was triggered by a previous coworker leaving that company that I had been working for, who had been there for 20 some years as well. And he knew everything. And when he left, he brought all that knowledge out with him. And the rest of us that were left were left scrambling and it extremely stressful and it created this terrible environment for me to be in. So I just thought that there was no way spirit would ever make me go through a situation like that again. 
I mean, it truly nearly killed me. So how in the world would that ever happen to me again? So I think when she would tell me, hey, you know, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to be leaving at some point. I had a mental block in my head where I was like, no, that's not going to happen. I will totally be gone before you do. And I really struggled with this news because my mind, it threw me right back there in 2017 when I was stressed and not knowing how to function and and the destruction that it caused my family. I was like, spirit, I can't do that again. I can't go through that again. I barely made it out last time. Why would this scenario happen to me again? And I took a step back and reminded myself that I wasn't the same person today or then, or in March when this happened, I wasn't the same person that March that I was before. And that this was an opportunity for me to put my faith and my trust in my spiritual community and the world and my vibration and to believe that I had changed myself enough where I would not be recreating the exact same situation. So I incorporated a lot of tapping and self-reflection a couple weeks following the news that my coworker was retiring. And I remember talking to my life coach for the first time after hearing that news. And I was like, I honestly never thought that this was going to happen. I thought I'd be way long gone from this company before she turned her time in. I'm so surprised that this is happening. And she asked me, why do you think that you were going to be gone? Is it really that important that you're gone before she is? What makes you feel like you need to be gone first? And I said, I just don't want to do this again. I don't want to go through that again. I learned my lesson. I don't want to do that again. And she said, Katie, you're not going to go through that situation again. You're not going to. And you know, she talks to spirits too. And she said, spirit says that nothing is changing for you that your company is proactive and they are going to hire someone for this lady's position before she even leaves and she will be training them in and you will not have to do anything different. You will not have to take on all of that responsibility. You will not have to change a single thing. So trust and have faith and remember that you're not the same person that you were. And that validation from her felt so amazing but my mind was still scared. I still had the cycle in my mind trying to keep me safe and prevent me from going through that again. So it took a lot of tapping and it took a lot of meditating and it took a lot of faith to get through that time period. But you know what? It played out exactly as she said it would. They hired a new person that got to train with her for I think like six to seven weeks. And I didn't have to do a single responsibility of hers. And the situation was nowhere near what it had been um, at my previous employers. And I can tell you that I did not expect that to happen. I never expected to be in that same situation. And had I chosen it, I wouldn't have chosen that to happen. But it presented me with the opportunity to heal the cycle so that moving forward in my life, I'm not going to have this fear around when coworkers put their time in at any future employment or situations that are similar. It really, truly allowed me to heal. So even though it wasn't 
what I expected or what have asked for myself. Again, it's accepting that the non-physical has your greater interest in mind and is allowing you to experience certain situations to help you clear and heal. You're no longer carrying that energy in your energy in your field and you won't be recreating it at a future date. You're truly able to heal and let it go and move forward with your life. And to be completely honest, I struggle with the concept of expectations because I know that they have caused me a bunch of grief or even just hindered me from being appreciative and fully enjoying a situation or scenario that has unfolded in front of me because I was hoping it was going to be something different because I had saw in my mind that it was going to go this way and it went that way. And because I was so set on it going the the initial way that I didn't appreciate the way that it went in the fullest extent that I could have. And I personally struggle with this a lot because I wonder what the best way to live and enjoy life is. Is it better to try not to have any expectations at all? Does your life feel more fulfilled if you don't? But then you have desires in your heart, right? And you kind of have an idea on how you want those desires to unfold. So trying not to have any expectations for how this desire is going to happen seems a little ludicrous. I don't know how that would be accomplished. But I also know that sometimes my expectations keep me from experiencing the wonder and miraculous and amazing things that life has in store for me. So for me, what I have been doing is trying to take steps back from what I expect to happen and instead go more general. If you listen to Abraham Hicks at all, I love their publications. They call this stepping back as going more general and allowing the grid to fill in. I do know that I have this amazing non-physical community that can see way past what I ever possibly could see. And they know what I'm here for. They know why I'm here. They know what I want. They know every desire and everything I've been through. So I trust in them. I've built that foundation. We've talked about this before. I've built that foundational trust and faith in them. So by stepping back, I'm allowing them to bring me where I want to go. Allow me to see the things I want to see and experience the things I want to see. And I know in my heart that by doing so, I'm going to be so much happier. I'm going to eventually get to where I want to get to, but it might not be the way that I want to go. And it's been challenging, to be honest, sometimes to let go of my expectations, to let go of what I want, what I expect. Because just like all of you, I want things to work out a certain way. I have in my head that I want A to work out. I want plan A. I want to see this beautiful picture and I want it to show up at this time and I'm frustrated and I get out of alignment when it doesn't happen. So as a quote unquote recovering perfectionist, someone that used to like to try to control everything, I can completely and honestly wholeheartedly say that this has not been an easy concept for me to learn. However, I have found that 
the days that I am able to do this, things just go smoother and they're easier and I'm able to enjoy the little things in life more. So what I've started doing is saying each morning it's a blank slate and I picture it as like a blank page in a journal and I write down on this fictional blank page concepts that I would like to experience in the day, whether it be fun, magic, miracles, joy, peace, serenity, bliss, just a couple of those words. And then I allow my grid to fill in. I let spirit direct the flow of my day and see what they want and can bring into my experience that hits those buckets, but it isn't laid out for them that it has to be this way or that way. And it's teaching me to be more open and willing to letting in the opportunities when the timing is right for them, not when my mind thinks the timing is right for them or my goal-oriented control mind wants this and this and this. And the days that I'm able to do this are awesome and great and I appreciate them so much and the days that I fail to completely surrender and let go to my blank page because I have writing on it underneath that I want to accomplish this and I want to accomplish that I offer myself forgiveness and grace because I lived my life that way for so long where I wanted this and I wanted it today and I wanted this tomorrow and I wanted this this next week and I wanted everything to be in my own control. (laughs) I lived my life like that for so long. So I know that I'm going to slip and that I'm going to stumble and that not everything is going to go quite as smoothly as I would hope. But instead of criticizing myself, which I know is not going to help anybody and is not going to make me feel good, I tell myself, hey, you know what, Katie, you tried. There's always tomorrow or there's always this next moment or this next moment. And even though you slipped or even though you kind of didn't let your expectation go on that particular scenario, I still love you. You're still worthy. And I would really, truly encourage you if you decide to try this exercise to do the same for yourself. Please, 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 please extend yourself grace when you try any new growth opportunity and when you try breaking any pattern because you're going to slip. It's not going to be 100% right away. You've been building this energetic road map for so long that to deviate 100% all the time is unrealistic and it's really tough for you to expect that of yourself. And my number one thing that I learned out of all of this, which I have told you before, is that self-love, self-acceptance, and self-forgiveness is so important. If your goal is to find inner peace, if your goal is to start living each moment in the present moment and to enjoy it and to go in and clean up all of the things, all the patterns, all of the negative beliefs, all the limiting beliefs, all of these things, you absolutely need to have self-love, forgiveness, and acceptance. This type of journey and this type of work is not always easy, and it takes dedication, and it takes someone that's willing to do that. And you're not going to do that for yourself if you don't have those things. When you're being triggered by an emotional storm, it is so much easier to go grab a beer from the fridge or numb out with TV or eat or any other numbing distraction type opportunity. It's easier to take advantage of those than to sit with yourself 
through an emotional storm and to first comfort yourself and tell yourself that you are worthy and that this is okay and that everything is going to work out okay and you are here for yourself. And then to ask yourself, what's going on? To take that step back and be like, okay, why is this happening? What is this trying to teach me? What is the energy around this? Is this true? To question that story, that story that's been going on over and over and over again that you created through all of your life's experiences and have made up. It takes a lot of self-love and forgiveness and acceptance to do this for yourself. But I can tell you today that you are worth it. You are worth it. This work is worth it. And you will be so grateful that you chose to pursue this instead of those numbing things. If I could give you any gift for a day, I would give you the gift of complete and utter inner peace. That beautiful moment in time where you can just sit wherever you are or stand wherever you are and be completely in love with yourself in the day and open to seeing what happens and completely fine with whatever happens. That serenity, that blanket of safety and security and knowing that everything is wonderful and great and no matter what your experience is, it's working in your favor and you're going to learn so much from it and it's going to be wonderful. It's such a fantastic feeling that I wish everyone could experience. And those are the type of things that you can receive with this type of work. Along with the subject of expectations, I felt that it was important to also talk about self-doubt. Lately, I have been really enjoying the song by the Chainsmokers and Coldplay titled Something Just Like This. And I want to share a few of the lyrics with you right now because I feel that they are relevant to today's topics. And the lyrics start with, I have been reading books of old, the legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Hercules and his gifts, Spider-Man's control, and Batman with his fists. And clearly, I don't see myself upon that list. But she said, where you want to go, how much you want to risk. I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts, some superhero, some fairy tale bliss, just something I can turn to, somebody I can kiss. I want something just like this. And if you're not familiar with this song, it's about a couple in a relationship where the guy is just feeling like he's not measuring up. He's not perfect like all of these other storybook people. And the woman is saying, that he's perfect for what she's looking for. She's he's not looking for this perfection that only exists in fairy tales. She's looking for the relationship that they have. But clearly he's full of self-doubt. I just keep seeing this guy that's measuring himself up to Hercules and finding himself unworthy. And I ask myself, how many times do we do that? How many times do we throw away something amazing? or let go of something, or prevent ourselves from doing something because we don't feel like we're worthy, or that we can accomplish it, or that we feel like we don't measure up what other people are expecting of us, and how that stops us from showing up in the world. I struggle with comparing myself. I I know we're not supposed to compare ourselves because we're all unique individuals, and we're all here doing different things, and that's what makes the world so beautiful. The way our society is, it's just so natural for us to compare ourselves, either consciously or unconsciously to each other and I think that we find ourselves not measuring up a lot of the times and one of the biggest reasons that is is because we're seeing that person's finished product or the facade that they want us to see and 
we are comparing that with what we feel inside of us and we see in our mind. And that doesn't always measure up because what might look storybook perfect on the outside for that person is not the entire story. We're just seeing what they're projecting or what we are perceiving, not the truth. And we're not seeing that person struggle to create that content or to show up and look that certain way. We didn't see the whole process and we have absolutely no idea what's going on in their mind. They're probably just as worried or full of doubt as we are about that thing that we are coveting or looking at as perfect compared to ours. I know that I personally struggle with this. And I think a lot of us do. My sister had shared with me a message that she had heard from a podcast about how the original translation of Satan really truly meant doubt. And I was like, that's awesome. I really resonate with that. I truly believe that Satan is doubt. I'm still exploring my beliefs as far as Satan being this evil being. I do know that there are bad energies out there. And if our energy starts resonating in a level that lets them in, that we can be impacted by those. I have personally experienced this and seen it with other people. I guess I don't know exactly what I think about like the devil and all of that stuff. I I haven't found where my beliefs land exactly on that. But I do like the idea that Satan itself is doubt. It's that seed of not thinking you're good enough that's planted in us or that we're not seeing something correctly or that, or that we're worthy of that dream that's in our heart. I resonate with that. That rings true for me. Anyway, I had tried to look up the podcast that she had referenced because I wanted to use it and quote it correctly And I couldn't find that exact one, but as I was listening to these other podcasts, I was like, oh my gosh, they are amazing. They are so clean and clear, and you don't hear all of these other noises in the background, and their voices are even, and they just sound so good. And it honestly had me questioning whether I should even put this podcast episode together, because let's face it, I try so hard to make a good podcast, but I am not a professional podcaster. I don't have the skills that a lot of these amazing ones do. I don't have the know-how to create a clean podcast that hasn't picked up on the road traffic or air conditioner or these random noises that seem to keep coming on my podcast. I try my hardest to create the best podcast for you guys because I feel like Spirit truly wants me to share these messages with you of encouragement and love and helping you to understand how to get yourself back to self-empowerment. But when I compare myself to all of these other people, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm surprised any of you listen to me. Oh, my gosh. Even though I am proud of my final product because it is the best that I can do, I know that it's not perfect. So I appreciate that you listen, that it's helping someone. All that being said, I feel like the topic of expectations ties into self-doubt so closely We are constantly comparing ourselves, what we perceive others are thinking about us. We can really become our biggest critic, constantly measuring ourselves up against what we can perceive of others. And it doesn't take us long for thoughts like, how could I ever measure up to that? Or who do I think I am to even try? These thoughts can keep us paralyzed, unable to move forward with the things that we want most in our life because we start to feel that Everyone else is better at it and they deserve it more than we do. So why even bother? 
when our heart tells us that we want this or we desire this or that we really would love to have this. We want it and we feel to the core of our being that it's meant to be. But the path to getting it is filled with self-doubt and wondering, are we really worth it? It Are we really deserving of it? Is this really possible for me? We have so many limiting beliefs. So many things out there that are willing to tell us that we are not worthy of it and that it's not going to happen for us. I believe that there are so many people every day that become quote unquote victims to this self-doubting energy that's rampant out there. I know that I personally struggle with it as well because it's so hard sometimes to believe that Something so beautiful and so wonderful. Fantastic images and daydreams that I have are truly in my future. They are now. They are here and I can have them if I want them. Sometimes I really struggle to believe that. And I know a lot of it has to do with the church that I was raised in. The church that I was raised in made you feel unworthy. It made you feel like they had all the power and even to be granted the gift of heaven, you had to follow an extensive list of rules and laws. And even then you weren't really quite worthy, but at least if you tried, and at least if you showed up, if you went to confession and confessed your sins and you repented, then maybe someday you would be worthy. So for me, it has truly been an unraveling of this energy layer by layer by layer letting go of those deeply ingrained unworthiness seeds self-doubt and reminding myself that I am worthy that because I am here today and because you are here today you are worthy and that you wouldn't have those dreams and they wouldn't be so vivid if they weren't meant for you and that you feel them in your heart and you know that they are there for you and you know that your higher power wants you to have them and is there to guide you to them. But I understand that it's sometimes very difficult to believe and that it's a journey to get there. And it's not going to happen all at once. It's doing the work to remove any and all beliefs that are preventing you from believing in yourself and building confidence in yourself and building confidence in your higher power that together you can accomplish anything. I don't know if you guys remember my mom. I had her on one of the last couple of episodes. She asked me to listen to a sermon that the preacher that she goes to gave. And I will be completely honest with everyone here. I don't listen to a lot of sermons anymore. I don't attend church anymore. My church is in my backyard with the beautiful sky and birds and wind. And I love to journal and talk to God out there. But as far as going back to a church, I have absolutely no intention or desire to do so. I believe everyone has the right to choose how they want to communicate with the non-physical. And I truly believe that there isn't one way that's better than the other, as long as it fills your heart with joy and peace and you feel that connection with your higher power, your source, then it doesn't matter how that happened. Any way is acceptable. My mom asked me if I would please listen to this sermon for her and have an open mind. And I did because I asked her to do a lot for me that she doesn't want to do. So I figured it was only fair. And 
What I found really, truly interesting about the sermon was the way in which this pastor was encouraging his congregation to fulfill their desires, to let go of their self-doubt and their fear and, and show up in the world the way that their heart's desire wants them to. And he said that the greatest loss in our society doesn't have anything to do with wealth and money and prestige, but it has to do with all of those graves that have people in them that allowed the fear and the self-doubt to keep them from fulfilling their heart's desire, from creating that business that could impact millions, from writing that book that could inspire how many new different ways to think and, and view the world or creating that movie or whatever it is that they allowed their fear and self-doubt to keep them from blessing the world with. And I was like, that's really cool, especially considering the church that we had grown up with wanted you just to be grateful for what you had and never ask for too much because you should be grateful for what God's already given you and you shouldn't be desiring more. So to me, that really restored my faith that there are churches out there for people that can raise them up, that can encourage them to follow their dreams. And by doing that, they will help so many other people do the same thing. I think of all of the amazing people that I've met in my life. And I think of how much they've impacted my life. And I ask myself, if they wouldn't have pushed past their fear and self-doubt and done this, how would my life be different? Because they've changed this and this and that and this. And if they wouldn't have shown up to do that, I don't know who I would be. I don't know who I would be or where I would be. And I'm just so grateful for all of those people that were able to show up, were able to push past their own limiting beliefs and their own self-doubt and their fears and worries and show up in the world the way that they wanted to, the way that made them light up from the inside out. And I would really like to ask you today to please take steps. And they don't have to be big steps, just one small step each day or each whatever, the, I don't know, maybe it's each week or whatever it is that works best for you. But take a step to pursue your dreams. To show up in the world in the way that lights you up. I've always liked this quote from Mark Twain that says, I've had a lot of worries in my life, most of which never happened. And I'm telling you that there are so many stories that your brain tells you to try to keep you safe that aren't true. And it's your choice whether you continue to let those stories rule your life and keep you in your safe zone and from really truly showing up the way that you want or it's your choice to take that small step each day to truly show up in the world the way that you want to and my desire for you is that you choose to make those steps and that you choose to fulfill your heart's goal and your reason for being here and for loving and enjoying life and finding what makes you beam, what makes you become the light, whatever it is that makes you so happy and enlightened and excited about life that you shine so brightly and in your brightness, you impact everyone around you and spread like wildfire so that 
at the end of our lives, we can be at peace with the fact that we did everything we came here to and we have no regrets. And with that, I would like to leave you with this other quote. Turn on the full powers of your will and take complete control of your mind. It is your mind. It was given to you as a servant to carry out your desires, and no one may enter it or influence it in the slightest degree without your consent and cooperation. What a profound fact that is by Napoleon Hill. How fantastic is that? You can do whatever you want. You can achieve anything that you want. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. As always, I thank you so much for spending your time with me. And I wish you the most love, light, and inspiration. With all of my love, Yara Rose.